0: Well, Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 101, and today what we're going to be talking about is the update to my How to Launch an Amazon Product for Best Results post. I actually did a podcast and a blog post all the way back in episode eight, and you can find that episode at theamazingseller.com forward slash eight. And you'll find that exact episode. But today what I'm going to be doing is discussing a couple of tweaks, but really to to talk about if anything's really changed and and why you should or shouldn't do certain things during launching a product. All right, because there's been all of this talk about review groups and you know the terms of service and all of that stuff. So I really wanted to kind of just walk you through uh, you know the launch process that I'm using and others that I know very well and they're doing very well are also using. So we're gonna talk about that today. Before we jump into that, I wanted to once again say thank you so much. You guys are awesome for tuning in and taking time out of your day. I know that you guys have... Plenty of options out there to uh, listen to podcasts and all that. And I'm so honored and uh, grateful that you chose mine. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, And then the other thing I wanted to do was if you're brand new to the show, I wanted to welcome you first off, give you a little handshake. Uh, And just to let you know that I also do a live workshop where I actually break this stuff down. If you're just starting, it's great for if you're just starting because I'm going to walk you through the five phases to actually selecting a product, sourcing a product, and promoting and launching a product, and I do that on a live workshop, and uh, you can register for that totally free over at theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop, and if you've already attended one of those and you wanted to attend again, you're more than welcome. You guys know that, so uh, you can also go over there and register for the upcoming event. All right, so with that all being said, let's just kind of dig in here. I have my old post, uh, which published February 16th, 2015, uh, which was going back quite a while now, and uh, I wanted to touch on these points. I wanted to talk about each thing that goes along with this uh this launch plan that i put together now i did put together and you can actually get to this post by just going to the link i already gave you or the amazingseller.com forward slash launch it'll take you to the same post there's also a uh, download there my seven step launch plan and checklist and that there will give you all of the steps laid out but i'm going to be discussing most of those in this episode so let's just dig in right so when you first launch a product or you get a product or you maybe you don't even have the product yet but you're going to be I call this the pre-launch phase. Okay? And this is where you are building up your your team of people that will potentially be able to give you a review on your product and also a sale on your product even if it's a dollar sale, right? Going through a coupon code, it still counts as a sale as of right now. And I don't think that that's going to go away anytime soon. Now there has been talk that in the terms of service that they're saying that that you can't abuse this. Well, there's a fine line there between what is abusing it and overusing it, than just doing you know a few here and there. So my philosophy has always been don't abuse it, you know, use it as a launch pad, and then from there do other things like running pay-per-click and all that stuff, which we'll talk about. But basically, in the beginning, let's say that your product isn't even here yet. And let's say it's on its way, it's being manufactured and you're sitting there waiting for your product to hit the Amazon warehouse. Well, in that meantime, you're going to want to be contacting your friends and family. And I've said this before, and a lot of people are like, "Well, doesn't it matter if you know your friends or family? They if they buy it, it doesn't. I guess it, it won't look good to Amazon, or Amazon knows this." Um, well, yes and no. You're you're right, and let me kind of clarify that. If you have, uh, let's say, let's say that you've purchased something for a gift to give to your mother. And then let's say that uh, you send that through Amazon and then they ship it to your mother from Amazon through you buying it, right? Well, that directly gives you a connection that you are uh, friends with that person or you're a family member with that person. Amazon's smart enough to know that. So yes, they will not be able to leave a review on your product as far as I'm concerned, that they can't. I mean... As far as I know, that is. I mean, we don't know 100% for sure. I can just say that I've had some family members try to leave a review and it doesn't stick. So for whatever reason, it doesn't work. But the worst that's going to happen is it's just not going to stick, right? But if you know that you've sent something to a family member or vice versa, I wouldn't even probably ask for it. It's probably not going to stick. But that's kind of like my thought on that is you're not going to get like in trouble. It's just that it won't stick right? So that's the very first thing that I would do, though, is I would build a list of family and friends, acquaintances, work partners, whatever, and I would just start getting the word out that you have a product, that you're starting this little secondary business or whatever, and you would love it if they would uh, test your product and give you honest feedback and a review, and you'll give them an email with the link to go and do so. And that's basically what you're going to do here in this very first part. That's To me, that's that's critical because you can get 5, 10, 15 reviews uh, like literally in a couple of days, and that's really all you need to get the ball rolling. Now, some people say, well, what about a verified review versus an unverified review? Well, here's the thing, and some of you may or may not know, but if you purchase through a discount code, it's it's considered a verified review. All right. If it's if it's a, a product that you give to someone on the street and then you tell them to go to your listing and leave a, a review um, on your product, that's an unverified because it wasn't purchased through the Amazon platform, but they can still leave a review, at least at this point in time. And there's nothing wrong with that. You could have a brick and mortar store and then you could have in there, hey, um, if you would do me a favor and go over and, and leave your experience, your feedback, and your review on my listing on Amazon. I know you bought it in my store, but I also sell it over here. If you could do that, that would be great, um, and then they could leave that unverified review. Here's the thing that I want to mention. If you have an unverified review, most people don't realize that it's an unverified or verified. They just see the review, so that's the first thing to take away. The second thing is is in the beginning, all we're doing is building a base of reviews. That's all we're doing. We're doing it for social proof. I'm not doing it so this way here it's like a long-term strategy that you know I'm going to be able to get all of these reviews up front. I'm doing it just to get the ball rolling so when someone brand new comes to my listing, my product, they don't see a listing that is brand new or one that has no reviews, right? I don't want it to say be the first to review this product. I want that gone and I want there to be a few stars there, right? Or a few reviews. So that's the main thing that you need to consider. And that's, again, that has not changed. I'm looking right at my post that I wrote and the very first key point I have here is build a launch list with family and friends, okay? That's the very, very first thing and I would do the same exact thing today and I still do, all right? So that's, That's the same. The next thing we're going to talk about is creating a Facebook page, okay? And here's how this looks, all right? Let's say, for example, you have a Facebook fan page. There's a difference between a group and a page. We're going to talk about a fan page. And what I had said in the past was to uh, build this fan page of people that are interested in products that you could potentially sell. Now, I'm not saying build a Facebook fan page around a garlic press, I'm saying build that fan page around Italian cooking. See, there's a difference. I want the audience to be there that could be potentially interested in my product, okay? But here's the thing. Facebook has made it really difficult for you to reach those people. Even though they may like your page once, if they don't interact and touch your content, then they're you're not going to show up in their feed and then you're not going to be you're not you're not going to be seen. So one way to do this, and I still believe that this will work, is to then publish daily content. And you can get, you know, you can get that content by looking at other people's fan pages. And if you see something of value, share it, right? And do that 3 4 or even 5 times a day. One little tip here that I would do and I've done and I still do right now and I even do it with the TAS group is I ask questions. You know, people want to answer questions. You know, if if you just put something out there and it's just maybe, I don't know, a picture of the garlic press, uh, you might not get any feedback, right? You People might love it, but they don't give you any feedback. But what if you were to put in there like a three, um, you know, like a, a multiple choice of like three different options? Like, you know, what is your favorite Italian meal for the holidays? A, ziti. You know, B, lasagna. You know, you know, C, or three, or whatever whatever the number is, whatever I'm trying to discuss there, A, B, or C, I guess we could do. Let's say C would be eggplant parm. I don't know. I'm throwing these out. and I'm getting hungry in the process here. I love Italian food, by the way. That there would get people that are sitting there in line at the supermarket, and they're scrolling through their news feed, and they see that, and they're like, oh, I love lasagna. I'm going to press B. Boom, B, comment. And you get a bunch of those, right? Now you start to get the engagement. Now you start to get them interacting with you and with your page, right? And with other people in that little community that you're building, because you're in—in a sense, you're kind of trying to create a little community there. All right. Now this does take work. It takes you publishing content daily. It—it you have to interact with it, so it takes some time, and it takes uh, consistency. If you don't do it consistently, you will not see results with that, and it—and it could be a bad idea. But that's the same, right? I think that's still a good option. But it definitely takes time and it takes, uh, you know, it takes some, you know, just being consistent. It, it takes a discipline to, to do that and uh, and to not get discouraged by it, all right? But the way that you would build up that Facebook fan page, a really easy way to do it, is to run Facebook ads asking for likes to the page. So the ad could be as simple as, hey, if you love Italian cooking, click like, and that's it. And then they're going to like your page that is, you know, Italian cooking is my life. Or, um, you know, I love Italian cooking. You know, whatever the page is, but it's all based around that topic, right? That works really well. I did that in the beginning. I built a page up, uh, over, I think it was like two or 3,000 fans. And, uh, and I used that. And it worked. And I gave away some product. And I still have that page today. Here's the other thing that you can do with that page, That page is now a fan page. So even if you do not publish on that anymore, let's say that you retire that page, and you just, well, you don't retire it, but you stop publishing to it, but there's still 2,000 people that have liked that fan page, you can now target that page that you own with Facebook ads. So now, if you wanted to spend $5 a day or $10 a day and put your garlic press in front of them as a special promotion, $1.95 for the first 10 people and you wanted to target just those people, you've now created that list of targeted people that you can now target inside of a Facebook ad. So that's another way that you can use that page that you've created and not just lose it totally, all right? So that's pretty much how you would build that other list. And again, I hope you're understanding that we're trying to build a list of people that could potentially, you know, buy your product in the future, whether it's for a discount or not. All right, so that's what we're trying to do. Now, one way in here that I have not put into this when I was, I guess, doing this back in uh, February is I wasn't talking about building an email list through this same type of process. And the process would be very, very similar, although you wouldn't be using the Facebook fan page as your list builder, I guess we should say. What it would be is it would be you running a Facebook ad, uh, same idea about, you know, Loving Italian food or whatever. If you would like to, you know, uh, purchase this, or if you would like to receive a garlic, this stainless steel commercial grade garlic press for $1.95 while supplies last, click here. And then they would click on that. And then they would go to a landing page, which on that landing page would be an email capture form. They would enter their email address. You would then send them directly to the coupon or an email following up to give them the coupon and directions. And then you would capture their email address. That's my favorite way because now you own that email. You own that email list, I should say. They can unsubscribe anytime they want. It's totally white hat stuff here. You're going to deliver value from, you know, to them. You're going to give them, you know, a garlic press for a, really really uh, you know discount big deep discount and me personally I would follow up with them with like cooking recipes and and you know certain ways to improve your cooking or you know just different things to engage with them all right but that's the email list and I, I love that model okay so that's the way that I would probably do it today versus just creating the fan page or I might just do both. All right, but this is kind of again if you're just starting, but then as you do this, the beautiful thing is now you have a fan page, you have an email list, hopefully. And then from there, let's say that you want to roll out your second product. Now you have this list built that you can push the product out to and start getting reviews and feedback like instantly, right? And spiking the algorithm. So that's the power of that. So again, nothing has really changed. I just added that one little thing to the launch plan that just another strategy for creating a launch list of your own, meaning, you know, in this case, it would be the, uh, you know, the email list. All right. So once you get, you know, your list kind of built and all of that stuff and you figure out how you're going to do that, then you're going to launch your product. And the first thing that you're going to do is tell your friends and family. All right. So that's the next part of this, right? You've done the work. You've kind of done this. We call this the pre-launch phase. You're building this behind the scenes kind of, and then when that product hits Amazon, you want to turn on the sales, and by you know having a list, you're able to do that, so you're going to tell friends and family that's the very first thing that you're going to want to do because you've already created that list. You've already told them what you're going to be doing, and they're going to be ready, okay? The next thing that you would do is then post on, a, on your Facebook page your giveaway or your special offer, That would be how you would go about launching your product from day one, all right? So now, the next thing that you would do or that I would suggest you do is use thomason.com, T-O-M-O-S-O-N.com, and this is a website that allows bloggers that blog on a regular basis, it allows them to review products, products like you have, right? So it connects the two together. Bloggers that want to review products, you have products, you meet together, Thomason allows that to happen. As of right now, I believe they have a 30-day free trial. Um, I I am not associated with Thomason.com. I've used them. I've had friends that have used them. It works really well, Uh, but at least I would use the 30-day trial. Um, I did that in the beginning, and I believe I got between 30 and 40 reviews right off the bat, and they were good reviews because they knew kind of how everything worked, and they did everything within the terms of service and all of that stuff, all right? So the next part of this equation or the the steps, I should say, is you want to try to receive five to ten sales per day. So even if you're doing Thomason, rather than give 30 people a code or codes, um, you want to break that up into, into you know a certain amount per day. Again, going back to the terms of service that you know Amazon has put out there. If you go back and read this post, I have not edited any of the bullet points here uh, on that post, and you can see that I wrote, try to receive five to 10 sales per day for five to seven days in a row. I said that all the way back in February before any of this terms of service stuff had even been brought about, you know, before it was even published, all right, so I've always believed that just steady, consistent, natural-looking sales and reviews will definitely pay off in the end. All right. So the minute that that all happens, okay, you kind of got through that part of this launch process, then you're going to want to start running Amazon PPC. Okay. I usually like to start it when I'm about five reviews or more, okay, on the listing, at least five, but I have a lot of people, a lot of friends. A lot of students now, that they'll turn it on day one without any reviews at all, and they'll get sales immediately. I have uh, one student, Rich Kibble, who actually said recently that he tests a product a lot of times to see how well it's going to do once he gets it without putting any reviews on it and turning on pay-per-click. And if he can get a sale day one, he knows it's going to be a pretty hot item because he doesn't even need any reviews to get any sales through pay-per-click. So just a little side tip there for you, but that's what you want to do. Um, I have uh, an entire uh, post That I done on that, a blog post and a podcast episode, that can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash PPC, and it talks about how to create your first three campaigns where you can really start mining for these keywords and start getting ranked and start getting sales. All right, so the next part of this is to create a three-part email follow-up to customers. Now, you can do a two-part, you can do a three-part, I prefer a three-part, and I've Till this day, I have not had anyone complain and say, Scott, you're emailing me way too much, right? I have not had that, okay? If anything, I've had emails that say, thank you so much for following up and making sure that I'm happy because there's an important thing here. When you're writing these emails, they have to come across as though you're genuine, you're a small company, you're an individual that's behind the email and speaking to them as you would a friend. I can't stress that enough, all right? So, the tool that I use for this currently is Sales Backer, and uh, if you go to the resource page on The Amazing Seller, you can find that particular um, product that I use or that software that I use, which actually, if you go through my link there, there's a 60-day trial, no credit card required, um, and I believe you get unlimited emails during that 60 days. Little disclaimer, I am affiliated with SalesBacker, Backer, um, but I have been a user, I've tested it, I'm, I'm currently using it now, and I swear by it, so I definitely put my name on that, but just to be totally upfront with you, um, if you go through there, you will be, uh, well, you'll be getting 60 days versus 30 days, you'll be getting um, the unlimited emails and all that stuff, but uh, I would earn a small commission from that, buy me a cup of coffee, thank you very much, all right, so I just wanted to be totally upfront with you there, but that's on the resources page, Um, you can check that out. Um, The other thing, did I give you the resources page, it's the seller.com forward slash resources. Um, okay, so from there, the next thing that you want to understand is that you want to continue to receive reviews and push sales. Now, how do you do this? Well, you use things like Amazon Pay Per Click, and you want to also use a system that can automate the follow-up, like Salesbacker. So those two, hand in hand, are what you're going to want to continually focus on okay? Because you can do a promotion or a blast or anything, right? And you can get a spike in sales. But if you don't continue that spike consistently, using Amazon pay-per-click is a great way to do that. If you don't if you don't actually follow up with that, you'll just kind of spike and then you'll die out. So you really want to get the ball rolling and then keep it rolling. And the way that you do that is to use pay-per-click to get steady sales and then to get more reviews. So this way here, your conversion rate will go up because the more reviews that you generally get, the higher your conversion rate will go. So like example, um, let's say you get a hundred people to visit your listing and you're converting at 10%. So that means you're making 10 sales. If you get, let's say you have five reviews and you're getting that, let's say you increase it to 50 reviews and now your conversion rate went from 10% to 15%. So now out of that same hundred people, you just up to your conversion by five, by five percent, so that means you made five more sales. Now, times that by 500 people that come to the page, that adds up significantly, right? That's 25 more sales per day from that one conversion um, you know, metric that was, that was influenced by having more reviews. So I just need you to understand that it's really important to get sales, but it's also very important to get the reviews because they are also going to help with the conversion aspect of it and just a little tweak can make a huge difference. Um, so that's pretty much everything that I covered way back when, and then it's the same thing that I really live by now. I just added the one thing in there about collecting email addresses, which I think is another thing that I would definitely do, and I've done in the past, and uh, and it works. But really, I mean, it comes down to you know just. Sticking to a very simple launch plan. Do not overcomplicate it. Um, you know, if you're thinking that you're going to do something and it feels like it's a shortcut in a sense where you're able to get a hundred reviews in like record time, you got to be careful with that. Um, I don't suggest it. I mean, again, if you think that Amazon might have a problem with it, eh, you might want to rethink it. All right. So that's just my thoughts on it. Again, this was me just kind of revisiting my launch plan, the one the same one that I used back then, the same one that I'm using now with a couple of tweaks, and then also one that I teach. So, um, you know, this is exactly it. And this is what I would recommend anyone that was thinking about launching a product or going to be releasing a product like right now. All right. And, And I think that way you're going to be, you know, thinking about the long term versus thinking about, you know, how can I quit? Quickly get sales going right now and try to manipulate the system Um, so I'm just a big believer in trying to stick as closely to the rules as possible because I think that in the future it's going to pay off uh, because other people are going to be getting slapped and then you're going to be able to, to actually move up in the rankings because you're still around and they got slapped around a little bit just like Google did with a lot of people that were trying to manipulate the search results results inside of Google all right so just to recap real quick Build a launch list with family and friends, create a Facebook page, publish content daily, try to get the engagement up, run Facebook ads to that page to get likes. Um, you can get them fairly inexpensively, launch the product, tell friends and family first, try to get that base set of reviews, post on your Facebook page about your giveaway or your special offer, use thomason.com for at least their 30-day trial and get get some reviews through that platform or through those bloggers. Try to receive five to 10 sales per day for five to seven days in a row, consistency again, start running Amazon pay-per-click once you have five reviews or more, and then start with the auto targeting but then also use the manual and the suggested and then start looking at the data and I go through that in uh, in great detail in the post uh, where you can find the ama- or you can find it at the amazing forward slash PPC and then create a three-part email follow-up to customers so this way here you might be promoting your product but if you're not following up with them to try to nudge them and leaving you feedback and reviews um, you're kind of wasting those uh, those sales in a sense so so you want to use something like Salesbacker that can automate the process. It's basically, like I said, it's an it's a way that you can automate it, make a machine in a sense that every time someone buys, they go through this sequence, and uh, and then from there, it can help you get more feedback and reviews to make your listing and your seller's account stronger. All right, and then continue to receive reviews and push sales. Focus on that stuff, and you'll be miles ahead of people that are trying to manipulate the system. Just stick to the basic fundamentals and you'll do great. All right. So that's pretty much gonna wrap up this update. And the other thing I wanted to do is remind you about the live workshop that I do. If you're brand new, or even if you're not brand new and uh maybe you've already attended one of my live workshops, you know, you may want to come back and revisit this stuff because I go through this uh this launch process, but I also go through how to pick a product, how to source a product, how to build do your pre-launch, how to do your launch and how to do your promotions and I do this on a live workshop where I teach for about 45 to 60 minutes and then from there I answer live Q&A at the very end so I would invite you to that if you have not attended one or even if you have and you wanted to come back to try to pick up more tips and tricks you can head over to the forward slash workshop I would love to have you I would uh, again anyone that is brand new uh, would definitely definitely benefit from this live workshop uh, the other thing I want to is thanks so much for uh, everyone that has left me an iTunes review. If you guys have done that, I appreciate it so, so much. It inspires me. It motivates me. It wants me to keep doing these because The things that you write in there are just heartfelt a lot of times and just makes me realize that what I'm doing is making a difference, and that's really my ultimate goal here. So if you've already done that, thank you so much. If you have not done that, if you could take a few minutes and do that for me, that would be awesome. Let me know what you think of the show, if it's helped you, if there's things that you would actually like me to cover in the future. Include those too if you want. Um, But you can do that in iTunes. I believe you can do it in Stitcher as well. But I know on iTunes, um, you can do it over there. And we're up over 375 uh, feedback reviews over there. So uh, really, really awesome. And I I appreciate each and every one of you. So that's pretty much going to wrap it up. Remember, guys, I'm here for you. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Do what? What do you have to do? Come on. Say it with me. You've been with me for a while. I know. Take care action. All right, guys, have an awesome day, awesome night, wherever you are in the world, and I'll see you in the next episode.